Welcome, everybody, to the Building Ehrensburg podcast. I'm Thomas Ehrensburg. And I'm Catherine Ehrensburg. Today, we're going to talk about our Cushman motor vehicle. Oh, my. Calling it a motor <laughs> vehicle. Oh, boy. Um, and I, we post about it a lot. I know Catherine posts about it a lot on her social media. Mm, I was a lot. I was very hot on it back, uh, you know, quarantine 2020. And things right. have tapered off a little bit. Um. Because and I post about it a fair amount just because I'm, I feel like I'm working on it constantly. Even when I'm not working on it mentally, <laughs> I'm working on it. It's the big tab that's open in the back of your brain. It's yes. labeled Cushman. And there's several sub tabs to that tab. <laughs> so if you guys don't know what a Cushman is, a Cushman is um, a vehicle. A lot of times they're all-terrain type things. They're very small. Um, they range anywhere from a, what they call a mini truck. If you guys have ever seen what they use in Italy to drive down those little narrow alleyways that they have in Europe, um, a lot of times they'll use a, a little mini truck. And a Cushman is just a brand name, just like Jeep or Honda or Toyota or any of them. Um, in India, they're called tuk-tuks, I've discovered recently. Yeah. And so if you're familiar with that shape and size, that's what this is. Um there's, they're used a lot, at least in, in the past, they have been used for military bases, postal service, delivery. Um, what else have they been used Meter for? Meter maids. Meter maids. Yeah. They're these super tiny vehicles that are really versatile, one person rider type things. Um, and they come in all different shapes and sizes and they've been made since like probably like the 40s and 50s. Yeah. I mean, they're they're Long really time. old, yeah. And so of course they've changed over the years as far as their shape just like any car or vehicle would with the models that up, you know, as they evolve, they kind of go with the shape of the the new era. And um well, in technology upgrades and Yeah. The, I mean, not technology in the sense like electronic components, but even like tire design and brake design and yeah. automatic transmission versus Well, all that being said, we bought a Cushman. So let's and it's start, not a let's new start, Cushman. Let's start way back. Why did we even get one of these? Um, it's all my fault. I think it's all my fault. Although you encouraged it, I have to say. Okay, so here, let's let's give you some backstory. Ever since we were dating, definitely since we've been married. Oh, but we're since going way back. I didn't know we were going that far back. You've wanted a horse. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> You went really far back. I thought you were going to say I Vespa. That, I think that's, well... The horse and then the Vespa was like part two of... Yeah, what's You knew that, that the horse thing? was never going to happen. I mean, the horse is going to happen someday. Mm, we'll see. I'm building a business, And so sir. part two was the Vespa. Uh-huh. We went to Italy and you saw one. I think maybe you wanted one even before we went. I wanted one before we went there and then we and saw them and I'm, really, in, I'm in Italy and yeah, they're riding around really on Piaggio's and I'm it. just like, oh, please give me one of those. And of course in Italy, they're, they don't have big families usually there, but they will ride the entire family on that thing. There'll be a dog like in between your legs up front. Yeah. There'll be a baby in your lap and then you and then somebody behind you like on your back, there's another baby. Like they carry the entire family on one little cart. And then meanwhile, they're delivering ice and cleaning up the streets with the mini truck. Has everything you need in the back right. in their little covered area. I mean, it is just the cutest doggone thing you've ever seen in your life. So, I was not a fan of the horse. <laughs> I was not a fan of the Vespa. The Vespa just doesn't make a lot of sense for Mobile. You also it's think either, they're dangerous. It's either hot you're not a, or it's cold. You're not a motorcycle person. Like, or, overall, you think they're dangerous. Tattoos yeah. and motorcycles ain't your jam, for no, sure. That, I, mean, I agree. 
But I think just from a practical standpoint, when would you ride one in Mobile? You'd ride one for let me just tell a you a few weeks in the spring as and a often, few weeks in the fall. Yeah, but as often as I'm dri- going to end up driving the Cushman, just so, about as often. Right. So not very often. But that's that's kind of how it came to be. So in true you and me form, the way that this all came to be was we now live in a neighborhood that's a very I would call golf cart friendly neighborhood. It is not yes. a golf course neighborhood, but it has become a thing where people tool around on their little golf carts and. There's little shopping areas right outside of our neighborhood that you can get to off off of the main road. Right. And so you can go up and get your donuts in the morning on Saturday Chick-fil-A. morning. Yeah, you can go up to Chick-fil-A. Like you can go access some places with a very small vehicle and it's just fun to have that. Right. But in true Catherine fashion, I didn't want to have a traditional, as I call it, white bread suburbia golf cart. Right. Or what do they call them? A Polaris or like one of these like little ATV type things. For I sure no four wheelers. Cushman for actually us. makes golf carts now too. Okay. The Cushman company. Well, all of but that Yes, you didn't want the modern day what's trendy now. Yeah, I didn't want what everybody else has. You guys, it's a theme. If you haven't picked up on it yet, it's a theme. I didn't want what everybody else was having and so I wanted to do a little different. Um and also I didn't I mean Golf carts are expensive, mm-hmm. really expensive, like five or seven thousand dollar expensive. Right. And I was not having any of that, you know. So I've always got to find a more unique way and a less expensive way to do what the thing that I want to do. And so I started searching for this, you know, this vehicle. I didn't know what it was at the time. I, I hadn't thought yeah. of. I didn't even know that they had the little mini trucks in the United States. I didn't know that was a thing. So I started doing some research. Well, there's that. Um, that Thai restaurant that has one. Oh, that's, that's right. What you, I think yes. that's where you saw it. Yes. Well, that's where I saw it, but we definitely, the Cushman is not that brand. No, it's They actually not, imported that you, from Thailand. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. She paid to have that imported in from Thailand. And I, that, that was something that I could never have done. I wouldn't have even thought to right. do that. Even though I knew that that's how she did it, I wouldn't even know where to start to do that. And so I tried to go a little more domestic with it and try to find something here. And a friend of mine was like, oh, you want a Cushman? So I started researching the, the, you know, the name Cushman. Mm -hmm. And the only ones that I thought were cute were the vintage ones from like the 60s era. They're round. They've got a lot of, um, you know, more soft features. The more modern ones, they use them a lot. If you watch um, after a football game or something, they come out there in their little carts yeah, right. that they pick up the cones and stuff in yeah that's usually a cushman mm. um, but they're very squared off they're usually like this big flatbed thing yeah um, they kind of look like they have all-terrain tires on them too yeah or... yeah and so um the older ones are cute super cute like you're starting to see them a lot now with they're they're turning a lot of them into wedding um what do you call it like you serve sh- prosecco out of them or champagne or you serve like right Dessert off of them or whatever. Like, they're turning into these cute little, really business things for people to, like, little entrepreneurial type things. And so, anyway, all that being said, I found one on Facebook Marketplace, as I do, in Destin, Florida. And Destin is about a two and a half hour drive from Mm -hmm. us. Yeah. It's not close, but it's not super far. Yeah. And I don't even know... I guess you knew I was looking. I think we had discussed it, right? I think you had looked at several because I I want to say there were others. There was some yeah, there was even one here in close. Mobile somewhere. And there's like there half was the price sketch about it. And <laughs> no, it wasn't sketch. It was just the first one I saw. The guy sent me a video. It's a very short video. And of course, us not knowing 
about anything about how they're supposed to sound or right. anything. Now, keep in mind, Thomas and I, neither one know anything about vintage vehicles. Well, vehicles really at in all. General, yeah. I mean, I think. We can we can change the oil. Yeah. We, we can, can change, change the brakes. brakes. Yeah. There's, we and just that's about, know. I mean, generally, we know how a car works. You turn the key. Uh, we thought we knew how a car starter, works. starter, which turns the engine. Until and we. we don't know after that point. <laughs> until happens. we bought the Cushman, and now we're really <laughs> learning some things. So, um, I saw it down in Destin. We had a discussion about it. I'm messaging the seller to see if it's still available, to see what's wrong with it because mm-hmm. they said in the listing it does not run right and i'm like oh my gosh it doesn't run you know so i'm thinking but the guy also said it would be easy to fix he did yes so we decided to take a trip to destin yep Loaded it was during it was during core i don't think it was quarantine but i think it was like i think it was maybe like may or june of 2020 i don't yeah. exactly know when we bought it it was in the That's summer i think right. but i think we were just stir crazy and wanting to get out of the house like what the heck let's just go look at it you right. know and so we drove down there and i have a truck i have a f-150 pickup truck and our intent was to go down there and look at it and that was it if we if we're gonna buy it we'll rent a trailer while we're down there we mm-hmm. don't even know if we're gonna buy it so i'm not gonna haul a trailer all the way down to destin right and then not buy and it. then not buy it yeah. but you know if you don't bring a trailer you're gonna end up needing a trailer right. so we get down there turns out the guy that's selling it is a professional car mechanic Restore, he restores he cars. restores cars right so he's got like a lamborghini and a couple ferraris and like yeah, a, he had every kind of car every kind of like foreign luxury car you can imagine right. in this garage that he's working on it and restoring for people all over the country this a is not just local people. people i mean he was name dropping a little bit yeah with some people that not i don't think not he's even, doing it to not, talk he wasn't up, name dropping the name of his clients he was name dropping the the who people used to own the car. who used to own the car didn't johnny cash own yeah. one of the cars I mean, that were there like or something that. like this one elvis drove and all this, this to say this dude knows how to fix cars and for him to say it's an easy fix right precious just very precious is all I can say. Easy, easy for him. <laughs> That's right. So I'm thinking, you know what? This thing isn't going to fit on my truck. We're not buying it. Right. It was $1,900. We will tell you how much it cost. It was a $1,900 Cushman. 1960, we even know what year it is. We haven't 100% we determined. We think it's between 60 and 63, maybe. We have it's an owner's manual 60s. that we bought. Yeah. So I had some sort of outer body experience where... I'm saying this probably isn't a good idea. And Thomas is going, we've, you know what? I would love to learn about small engine repair. Uh, it's fine. Let's get it. Yeah. So that's when my out of body experience started <laughs> as you and this guy are figuring out how to push, like measuring to see if it'll fit in the F 150 truck. Uh, it barely did. Oh, gosh. Pushed we, all we'll the have way to up, put up a picture. Leave the bed down. The bed was down. You guys, he like let you have straps from his own place right we had to have extra straps to strap that thing down it's tall so it's like hanging it's hanging not off the end of my truck but almost it's up super tall we're certainly an eyesore on the interstate on the way home right but you guys finally get that thing up on the truck and all i could think was what are we doing what are we doing this is insane we don't spend money on frivolous things we don't have toys right this is insane probably the first thing like that that we've ever bought ever ever that I know of. Yeah. I mean, so, I can't think of anything else. We don't have, yeah, we don't boats or golf carts. No. All-terrain vehicles. We don't have any of that kind of stuff. So, meanwhile, we've got four kids and a puppy. 
in the back seat waiting for us to make this purchase. Like we had gone down there to decide. And so imagine having four kids in the car and a puppy and you're trying to decide if you're going to purchase a vehicle. Right. Basically. Well, and to make things worse, they were promised (laughs) that we were going to go to the beach. Yes. They were promised the beach. Holy mackerel. Our children really are saints. They didn't think that we would be there for. We were there deciding for like two hours. And I think we got down there. Well, not just deciding to buy it, but then decide, like trying to figure out how to get this thing on your truck. Your truck's two and a half, three feet off the ground. Yeah. This thing's not light. Yeah. We had to, so we had to push it back. He had like a garage where he works in his. His garage was elevated. And there was a ramp. And there was a ramp. Going in there. So you backed your truck up to the ramp and then he got some pieces of wood. Mm Mm-hmm. It was a, but y'all had to push the cushion into the garage in order to right. get it up on the. Anyway, so we pushed it all up there, strapped it all in up by we, I mean you and that guy, and the kids are all patiently. They really were patient, waiting in the car, and then it's like, sorry guys, we're not going to the beach because the beach is in Destin closed. Yeah, like the public beaches close at seven p.m. Mm-hmm. and so we we couldn't go. Well, to the we beach. had to go get we had to go get dinner. I think. We stood in line for dinner for like Almost crazy. 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. Well, and no, by the time we finally got the dinner, it was like 6.30 or something. It was like 6.45. I don't even yeah. know. It was something. And so so then we did try to go to the beach. I made a like very scary turn on a beach that I didn't think I could well, get the, out of. There was a drop off from the asphalt onto the sand. And we had this gigantic thing. If in the you guys back could picture an F one fifty, the profile of an F one fifty, and then the thing that is the cargo inside of the truck bed was about half again as tall, yeah, as the the cab of the truck. And so you're, we were very top heavy, right. extremely top heavy. So I'm like teeter tottering. It looks top heavy. The weight of that Cushman is all in. I know, but the it base. felt top heavy when you're driving a truck. It felt. I was well, so yeah. scared. Right. And so imagine all that top heaviness and we've got this huge drop from the asphalt onto the beach where we're trying to park to get out and get onto the beach. And just with driving, like I dropped off and I was like, nope, we're not going to the beach, guys. <laughs> That's it. We're going home. I'm sorry. Like I'm sweating. This is so scary. So I think the kids understood that too. Like when they felt oh, and saw the whole thing, like, all right, let's not do the beach. We'll just yeah, do the car. Yeah, let's they go. were totally fine with it. Once they <laughs> saw the stress, I mean, it was a lot like the time we went to Haleakala and we were driving up the mountain and you, like when we got to the top, you like got out of the car and just, you threw, I remember you threw your arms down like, yeah, like, like you were shaking my like hands you were out. shaking something off of you and you were like, ugh. I can feel this anxiety and stress. Like it was just, and that's what the kids felt, I think, with me, because I was just, I had had enough of that. So, so we went home. Um, By the way, we had hit Bucky's three times that day, or is it two times? Twice on the way there. We went there and the way back. The second time, of course, on the way back, we had the Cushman. I mean, the looks that you get when you're driving down the road with that thing on the back. Oh, yeah. That was just the start of it. Of course, then you actually start driving down the road in the Cushman and you really get some looks. But, so that was the reason that we got it. That was the story of how we got it. Then we get it home. It doesn't work, by the way. Getting it back off the truck. Do you remember that? Yeah. We kind of, we used the same method. Yeah. I remember that much. My dad came over. My mom and my dad came over. And we, I remember, I pulled the truck up to, and I basically put the wheels down in in the the gutter. Yeah. And then opened the bed. The bed was already open. I'm sorry. Slider out. Yeah. So it only had to slide down like a foot into the yard. Yeah. But anyway, it didn't work, so we had to put it in neutral. Right, and so he thought, the guy that we bought it from thought it was the fuel pump originally. So that's the first thing we bought was a fuel pump. And I put it in, and I go to turn it, it won't start. 
We had a chart. We had to buy a battery too. Mm-hmm. I'm buying a battery. It was actually the battery. That was actually what was it wrong was, with it. It was the battery cables. They like had, they were reversed. They were reversed, and I don't know how why. he didn't figure that out. Yeah, that that they were reversed. You know. Well, let me just tell you that this story, that little mini story inside this big story of Thomas replacing the fuel pump instead of looking at the battery first, that is the beginning of. Every every single problem we've had. Every recently. single project that we had with this Cushman so far is that basically you always go to well, the because extreme. You you think that the simple solution it, like it can't, it can't possibly be that. And so far it has always been the simple solution. Right. So far. Well, it was in that case the solution was so simple it didn't even cross my mind because when you turn the key the starter spins. So you're thinking, okay, well, it's not the start, it's not the battery, and it's not the starter, because the battery's getting power to the starter, and didn't the starter's it, turning. But didn't it take you a while, because you had replaced the battery, and because they were backward, it kept killing the battery, right? No, because I turned the starter 7,000 times, it killed the battery. Oh. The starter's an electric engine, I mean, electric motor. So when you turn it, I mean, it used a lot of juice to do that. So in your car, by the way, when you do that, when you start your car... It uses a bunch of juice from your battery, but as you run your car, it, the alternator recharges right. the battery. But because the car would never start, I'm just sitting there turning the, the starter. Mm-hmm. Little did I know, the starter's spinning backwards because the cables were wrong. Right. So it's not engaging the flywheel, which is turning the motor. Mm-hmm. So it just never started, so I'm thinking, well, the in- it's not the starter, it's not the battery. Let's move on to the next thing, being fuel. Fuel pump, Yeah. But it actually was. It wasn't the battery. And it wasn't the starter. It was. The oh, you replaced the starter too, by the way. Right. You did that too. There was lots of like. Well, because the guy told me it could be the Bendix, which well, now we're getting super high tech. We don't need to get into all the that. The Bendix on the starter, and so I was like, oh, well, then I just replace the starter, or I could replace the Bendix, which the starter was cheaper and easier. So I did that, and it wasn't that. So now the good thing is we have a spare starter <laughs> and a spare fuel pump. <laughs> In case it in, in case garage. it ever dies again, <laughs> so I just remember part of the thing being with buying the Cushman was parts are easily available. They so we thought so we thought the fuel pump easy starter easy, to find. easy. super easy to battery find. easy. Then we get to some real problems. So for a while this thing is running. Mm-hmm. For a while we've we've got perfectly the, operational. Yeah, we got it up and running. It's not great. I mean, it's a nineteen sixty whatever vehicle. It's right. not meant to be driven across the bay or whatever. It's just it's a funsies vehicle for me to go around the neighborhood, which we did several times. It's fun yep. to go on a little like evening drive. It's fun to haul the kids around in. We plan for the kids to be able to because by the way, it's a stick shift. Mm-hmm. So I wanted for the kids to learn how to drive a stick shift. Right. They had all kinds of entrepreneurial dreams about it. We're gonna fix it up. We're gonna do like they have done in these other places and they can sell little bunches of flowers or they can sell I don't I don't know. Like they just they have all kinds of ideas for entrepreneurial. And let me tell you, anybody will buy anything off that Cushman. Yeah. It is the cutest thing you've ever seen. Like selling something that it sells everything. That thing sells whatever you want to sell off of it. Doesn't matter. Kissing booth? Let's do it. COVID vi- in the middle of COVID, <laughs> that thing would sell kisses in a kissing booth. Anyway, so you have these plans and dreams and whatever for this thing. And we get it working for a while. And then it just kind of puts out on us again. Yeah. So the engine was the first thing. There was something wrong with the engine. And it turned out being the carburetor. 
So I learned how to clean a carburetor, which was an awesome experience, although I didn't clean it properly, or I didn't put it back together properly. Yeah, I needed another... Like most things, and we're going to tell another story in just a minute, when you go to fix something, because this thing's so old, a lot of the, the parts that just break because of wear and tear, when you go to take something apart, the wear and tear parts break, like right. to where you can't replace them. So when I took the carburetor apart... To clean it. Some of the gaskets fail they just tore they're like obliterated when you take things off so i had to make new gaskets Mm -hmm. and i thought i made good ones and i didn't um but we had a friend of ours that's a mechanic or he's maybe not a mechanic necessarily but he works on small engines yeah Um, small engines he came over and he's like oh yeah it's it's this and he fixed it super easy got it back on got everything back working again Um, probably two weeks later so the history of the Cushman so far has been not working, working for a month, not working for a week, then working for another three weeks. Like, it's never been continuously working for a big segment of time. Right. And to some extent, that's okay. You know, like, we knew that it's an old vehicle. It's something that we want to work on. Thomas wants to learn about small engine repair. He's he's learned a ton. Yes, I have. And I've learned a ton. I mean, the two of us, I haven't learned it, of course, because I don't understand engines as well as you do to start with. But I certainly understand more than I did before we got this thing. So right. everything's a learning experience. It's fine. Um, but the ultimate crash and burn has come recently when I went... To, we changed the oil so we, for the first time. Right. We changed the oil. I moved the fuel pump to a, a more efficient spot. Um, our mechanic friend came, he ordered, he found this part that was missing. He found it on, um, eBay. eBay. So I ordered that bad boy. And that really was, that, that was like our first real sign that like, oh, some of these parts are actually dang near impossible to find. Yeah. Although the fuel pump was easy to find and the starter was easy to find. This one little piece that connected to the governor on the engine, super hard to find. But we found but it. he found it. We got it put on there. Got everything working again, and we go to drive it again for the first time, and the back tire locks up completely locks up on us. So we shove it back as far as we can out of our driveway where it still sits, by the way. And I was like, Well, let me just it, it's clearly the brake has seized up. I just need to probably take it off and clean it. And while I'm taking it off, let's go ahead and upgrade to a to caliper brake, disc brakes versus drum brakes which disc brake technology did not exist back then. Or if it did, it would have been very expensive, and it just wasn't the common thing. Um, so I found some stuff online. Seems like it's going to be pretty easy to change out, but when I go to pull the old drum brakes off, it breaks, like completely breaks. They're made out of cast iron, and the cast iron broke. So we're kind of we're kind of stuck now because we... What we thought would be a pretty easy switching out, like some of the other stuff, like the starter, like the fuel pump, uh, this ended up being more like the little piece that we bought off of eBay. But this is becoming like an ongoing issue, right? And one, so and one that nitpicking getting worse and worse and worse. Nitpicking me is like is like infighting is starting a little bit because I wanted this cute little thing to like just tool around the neighborhood and for it to be fun and. Thomas is like, but we ha- we need to have caliper brakes because it's safer if you're driving in the rain or you're driving at a high speed. And I'm like, I'm not driving at a high speed. I'm driving at 10 miles an hour throughout the neighborhood. I don't need for there to be like these right. Uber safety conditions. So it's another example of like 
wanting, I mean, Thomas always wants to do everything the right way the first time kind of a thing, which is fine. But at the same time, like. Right. So we're running into an issue. I don't know that we'll be able to do that without doing some major, major what, reworking. What, changing to the cow? Yeah, Changing right. to the disc brakes would be very hard to do without doing some major reworking of the back end of that vehicle. Right, but now you've already broken the hub. But because the hub's broken, finding a hub for this thing, I mean, I've scoured the internet and I can't find one, so. APB, if anybody has a 1963 hub, right. Cushman hub. <laughs> well, so here's something else we've learned about it. And this is getting somewhat technical. Maybe you don't care, but the end of the axle is tapered, meaning it starts thick and it gets thinner towards the end. They don't make axles like that anymore. It's they, a huge problem. The whole thing is a giant. So I can't problem. just go and go to some auto parts store and say, "Hey, I need a hub." This entire because it's not going to fit. The entire on project there. is a huge matter of not even knowing what questions to ask until you've run into such a catastrophic problem that you don't even know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. We're just now figuring out what the questions are to ask. Right. Once you've already busted it up and you, right. and now you, it's, irre, it's, it, you can't repair it. I mean, people are like, just weld back together the hub. You can't just do that, you know? Right. And so we're basically going to have to wait, I think, until someone... Can we just one. find something? Yeah, I mean, uh, we might have. I was, we were just discussing. We're going up to Callaway Gardens in the summer, and where there's a kind of a big area of Cushman sales. I think they may have sold them up there. That was where their manufacturer was, or something at one time. There's there's little spots all over the United States that have they're really big on the West Coast. Big concentrations of Cushman, mm -hmm. and so um, we're actually on a Cushman Facebook page where people talk about stuff all the time. They'll be selling them. They're selling parts and stuff. So we're actively, constantly looking for the parts that we need right now. Right. Um, and so I think we're just going to have to wait until someone has one available and yeah. can ship it to us and hope to goodness it's the right one. Because you guys, the variation in these things, um, the different types that they made customized for different years and mm -hmm. different uh, uses right. is unimaginable. I mean, there's just so many different types. I don't think that I have seen another one that looks exactly like ours yet. And I don't right. mean color. I'm not even talking about that. Yeah, I'm just talking the style. Yeah, just straight style. The fact that ours is three wheels, it has a handlebar. It doesn't have a wheel. Like, right, it doesn't have a steering, steering wheel. wheel. Yeah. It has a handlebar. Um, it has a cover in the front, but not in the back. It doesn't have doors. They used to make, like, cloth or plastic all-weather type doors for them. Mm -hmm. And so there's just so many different variants when it comes to these things, and I've never seen one that looked like ours. So you can imagine that. Well, you have to also think that these, these things are 60 years old. 50 or 60 years old. We don't even know how this thing, how old this thing is, but so, I mean, you think of even cars that are that old, you know, I don't know what the most popular car was in the early sixties, maybe some model of Ford vehicle. I don't know how easy it would be to find parts for that. Well, there's a lot nowadays. of Fords being remade now and so and remodeled. And so I think there's a lot of aftermarket type parts you can buy right. that are, will go back to all those vintage times. Not for Cushman. It's not It's not popular enough, and it's not prolific enough, I don't think. Right. These are all things we didn't know before we bought it. You know, we bought this cute thing for our personal use and something that we thought would be, and not even just for personal use. I mean, I'm planning on using it for work in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Um, and putting the logo on the side and things like that. And I'm sitting here thinking about how do we paint it? How do, like, who am I going to go to to get it painted? Because that's already been a problem, trying to find someone to even paint the thing. Yeah. Um. It's got to be completely rewired. It doesn't have a horn. It doesn't have it has no a speedometer. Electrical. Like, yeah. it has a headlight. 
And it does. It has a light. You're it right. has a headlight that looks like a floodlight that you'd put yeah, like, like outside your house. Yeah, someone just that thing on there. Yeah. So it has some things, but all those things need to be reworked and redone. But the engine is good. We're good. Like yes. now we've fixed the engine. That whole assembly the is fine. The engine and the transmission. Yeah. For sure. 100% for sure work. Yeah. How they're supposed to. So now to. that we've got those, now this dang brake in the back. Yeah. If that brake had not happened, we would be on to the pretty things. Right. We would be on to rewiring it, putting a speedometer, a yep. fuel gauge, you know, all these different things, painting it. Ugh, it's killing me. It is killing me. So that, you know, as if we needed another project around here, that has been our most recent. And I think Thomas takes it on a lot more because it is mechanical. I'm right sitting here thinking about color. I mean, until we get it up and running, there's no point in painting it. I mean, it's just going to... No, but I've, I feel like my job is to find someone who can give me a price on painting it because when we get that fixed, I want to hit the ground running and get it painted. Right. But so there's lots of things I could line up in the meantime. But I have but we to don't be know. honest. It's a waiting game right now. We're waiting we to don't either know if find we will, a hub or... We don't know if we'll ever find one. If we will ever find one. Right. And that to me is the... That's the part that puts me on pause because I don't want to go and find all these parts and pieces and spend my time on it if we could just be putting it up for sale on the on the Cushman yeah. uh, Facebook, Facebook page, page. Yeah. not too long from now. I mean, it's just... I'm, I mean, I'm not quite to the point where I want to just stick it on the market, but... It's a major. Yeah, it is. It's a major pain in the rear, for sure. Yep. So, it, I mean, for all those people who've been watching our Instagram and, um, I mean, people people in the neighborhood be like, oh my gosh, I'm so jealous of the Cushman. I'm like, you've seen me three times in it. That's exactly <laughs> how many times it's worked since we got it. Yeah. We we drive by in this circle every they single time. It. If you don't see us, you'll definitely hear us. That thing's loud. There's no mufflers on it. So yeah, we got to add mufflers and things to it. Straight pipes out of the engine. <laughs> It's fun, and I think the kids love it, and they'll make some good memories um, in it if we can just get it running. Yeah. If it was our only project, it wouldn't feel so cumbersome. But I think it, since it's our only pro or not our only project right yeah. now, it just we feels got a lot, like a lot of sticks in the fire right now. Yeah. There's just been so many times where I'm like, oh, that'd be so cute to put in a Christmas parade. Oh, that'd be so cute for us to do a little Mardi Gras parade with. It. I don't know why I keep wanting right. to do parades with it, but <laughs> popular, <laughs> popular. Yeah. With those. Yeah. So I there's there's things I want to do with it, and they just keep getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Right whiny whiny whatever bigger fish to fry different problems to be had but that's the deal with the cushman it's well a lot of people have asked i mean the reason that i want to do an episode on this is because a lot of people ask about it i mean i i know that there's times when i'm just out and people ask hey how's that little truck working <laughs> like it's not it's thanks not. for asking i know thanks for th like thanks for reminding me yeah let me reopen that tab that had minimized Back open again. Yeah. So. Meanwhile, by the way, we're probably, we will be at the amount of money we could have spent on a brand new golf cart or more by the time this thing is over. Uh, should have just bought a golf cart. I don't know. Maybe. It really, it really. Maybe. I guess after painting it and all the other things we have to do. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. And ultimately you can't drive it as far, but it's so cute. I was say, I mean, but I really do feel like it is a we bought it. It is a start of probably the rest of our lives. Uh, not, I won't say obsession, but this will not be our last like little vintage vehicle. I don't think we've never had this conversation, so yep. I don't know. It's, it's the first I've ever heard you say that. So. <laughs> but I, I don't think so. Do you? I don't know. Even if we were to fix it up and sell it, I think once you get that bug of. 
these little, I mean, they just, they sound so good and they, you know, they're loud, but they sound so cool when you drive them and the, the little curves they have, those little vintage curves, they're just so good. Yeah. I don't know. No, I ain't going to commit to it yet. They're, they're just really hard to find parts for is, would be my yes, biggest but next hesitation. Time, next time we go, I'm not saying we do get another Cushman, but it could be Well, so Cushman, a car. Was, Cushman was the most popular brand of this type little thing. truckster things that existed back then. They're not now. I mean, Cushman still makes them, but so does. Why doesn't the Cushman, whatever, we can go into that later. That's a whole separate story. But all I'm saying is I think once you get into the bug of these little vintage cars and their curves. And I don't know, it's all the curviness. It's so dang cute. And, you know. Yeah, I guess if you got a car, if you got like a 70s. You know what is so cute and I want one so bad is those new. Actually, I want the old one, but they've made a real good replica in these new Broncos. Have you seen them? Yeah, yeah. With the two-tone, they have the white top. Yep. And then the the, like seafoam color Mm -hmm. side on it. They're a lot smaller though. Like when the originals. I think of a, well, when I think of a Bronco, I think of like O.J. Simpson Bronco. Yeah, but we're talking about older than that. I know. That's like a 90-something. Right. So the older than that We're talking about like, 70, like yeah. 71. They were smaller, then they got big, and now they're back to small again. Yeah, but the, I feel like the ones that they have now are replicated after the 70s ones, yeah. which were the real good ones. Which, it, I don't know if you if you pay attention to kind of muscle car type stuff, but that's the don't the yes, Dodge Thomas, Charger. Yes, Thomas, I get it, in month, the monthly. Really. No, the Dodge Charger... They've done the same with that. Yeah, They've yeah. Made it I'm not really like... into the muscle. I don't know what it is about. It's a lot like the um, what are what are the Scout? Have you seen the Scout? Mm-mm. Um, Scout looks a lot like. Uh, there's this is probably blasphemy to anybody who collects these things. I'm probably <laughs> really speaking out of turn here, but the Scout looks a lot like the the Bronco, the old Bronco. They've got that okay. big like. What brand is it? I think it's a Scout. I think that is the Scout. Oh, that's international. The I think it's International is the name of the brand, and Scout is the the model. The model, I think. Okay. I if I if I just got that correct, I pulled that directly out of my rear end because I don't know why I know that. Yeah, <laughs> if that's true, that. I've never heard of them before. Yeah, they're they're great looking cars. Just like, but I think that that's you know they'll probably go back out of style again. But they're just really popular right now, um, with all the you know they'll put like. They just got these like giant seats. They probably didn't have any seat belts in them, but they had these big bench seats in them that fit like fourteen people across. They're just like fun, like driving around, tooling around on bumpy road type yeah, I've cars. Never, never country, never, never hoid of it. Country roads and dirt road type vehicles. I don't know. Okay. So I could definitely see myself moving up to a Scout or a. Oh yes, I do. I, <gasps> I just googled the image. <laughs> you like it? Which one are you looking I, well, at? So I've. I've seen these before. Which one are you looking um, at? Scout? International. It is! Scout. Yes! Yeah. Gosh, guys. Sometimes my brain... They remind me of like what people probably drove on like the beach. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's like... Like the Beach Boys probably had one of these. Yeah. You put a surfboard on the top of that thing. Yeah. Some of them have... Do they have soft tops or hard tops? A lot of them have like hard tops. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or soft tops. Yeah, yeah they're real good. But don't, doesn't it kind of look like a Bronco a little bit? Like it the 70s? Looks, yeah. It looks more like the... Yeah, I would say that. I would say somewhere between a Jeep and a Bronco. But they're just, they're real desirable right now. They're, they, in I have a friend that collects the Scout. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very much like the Cushman where they like go around and they find people who have these things and they're just stuck in their backyards places, rotting. Their wheels are rotting yes, off. Like they're just the shells Cushman, of vehicles. That's what's happening with Cushman. I and that's right what's now. happening with Cushman too. So 
we're trying to fight the good fight when it comes to um, this thing, but we're really, we don't know what we're doing and right. we're not going to ever ruin it. You know, we're not going to do anything crazy because I've definitely seen lots of YouTube videos where oh, you yeah. have a mechanic involved mm-hmm. and mechanics aren't real concerned with the design of things. They just want the engine to run and for it to be, you know, they like tune up all the things right. and the engine and all those components, the mechanical components. So it runs great, but it looks like a hot mess. They'll right. add all kinds of craziness to it to make it custom and it just ruins, in my opinion, the original idea yeah. of the vehicle. Um, and I think that we don't know what we're doing mechanically, but we're trying to do it right. I don't, you know, we'll buy four fuel pumps before we get the right configuration or whatever, but I don't think that we're going to do it wrong in the end. And I think that the design will be really good too. So it'll look like, not like, (laughs) I just, I keep, I keep envisioning the one that I saw was, which, you know, was these things used to be used partially sometimes as paddy wagons. Yeah. They used to, Mm -hmm. like you, I don't even know one person could fit in the back. Not even a full grown man. Like what were you putting? Children? Children, um... If they sat down, you could probably fit maybe two or three people back there. Anyway, so they're using these things for paddy wagons, and this mechanic got a hold of a Cushman, and he wanted to recreate the paddy wagon, and he put rebar in there to make it the bars. It just looked so bad. Yeah. So bad. And he, like, spray-painted it blue, like, with a can of spray paint. Mm -hmm. It was just... I was like, you're ruining it! (laughs) Just let me have it. Can you just fix it mechanically? But he got it running. Well, because he did. He's didn't. a step ahead of us. Well, I mean, a lot of it comes down to money. Like a guy like that, and he's to me, he's, it's it's more than just money. It's resources too. You have to know where to get this stuff. Oh, I was gonna say resources is money to me, but no, yeah. like no, like he knows somebody that knows somebody, or he there was knows no the there was no parts to be had them or something. It was a matter of tuning up an engine and you know stuff right. that on an engine that's easy to get. Um, but then when it came to the body of it, that was the stuff that he was creating himself. And that's right. where the hot mess came in, in my opinion. He was not searching out parts to c- recreate what the paddy wagon looked like. He right. was making his own. And that's where the real train wreck yeah, that I couldn't look away from was happening. And he was wheeling around the street. And I was like, it's going so beautifully. Can you just pass it off to me? And I can... <laughs> You I'm fix not. Them, I'll I'll redesign it. I'm not going to paint it. I'm going to send it to somebody else to paint. But I would spend the money to get it done the right, right. way instead of putting rebar as paddy and wagon bars in spray paint. This is not not good. So anyway, if you guys have any questions about our Cushman that we haven't answered here, I feel like we've told the whole story. That's pretty much the whole story. I mean, there's details. There's a lot of details, but maybe you send would us fall asleep listening to them probably. That may have already happened at this point. You guys make sure to send your T's and P's, your thoughts and prayers for the, the you know, our involvement in the Cushman, that we don't give up on it. Because I really do want to keep it, but not being able to find parts is a real problem. Yep. And it's frustrating. And the longer it and sits there. And it's keeping there, it off the road. Yeah. Yeah. Just collecting the rust right now. Yeah. Yep. Um, if you have any questions for us, you can email us at buildingarensburg at gmail.com. You can message us on Instagram at Building Aaronsburg or Facebook at Building Aaronsburg. Until next time, bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>